This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 28th of August, and I'm Victoria Mitzi. And I'm Holly Keogh. Pakistan asks for further world help as flood devastation wreaks continuing havoc. I appealed yesterday and I appeal today to all affluent people whom God has blessed with wealth to come forward and hold the hand of the suffering humanity in this difficult time. Russia blocks a United Nations treaty which attempts to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Pakistan is appealing to the world for flood help after more than a thousand people have died and millions have been displaced since June, Interior Ministry official Salman Sufi has confirmed. Here's the Pakistani Prime Minister Shabazz Sharif. I appealed yesterday and I appeal today to all affluent people whom God has blessed with wealth, the industrialists, the businessmen and all rich people from Punjab, Sindh, Balochistan and KPK provinces to come forward and hold the hand of the suffering humanity in this difficult time. Today I am here in Sujawal and I am seeing how people are living in the tents here. Tens of thousands of people have fled their homes in northern Pakistan after fast rising rivers destroyed a major bridge as deadly floods caused devastation across the country. In the northwest, thousands fled their homes after flash floods were triggered by rivers in Khyber Pakhtunwa province bursting their banks. These floods are triggered by heavy monsoon rains. The province of Sindh in the southeast of the country has also been badly affected with thousands displaced from their homes. Elsewhere in Sindh province in Kharpur, people complained of not getting any help from the government after their houses were destroyed by the floods. As this local resident explains. There's no administration here. The deputy commission is doing nothing. Houses are collapsing and water is standing here. It's been raining since more than a week, rather 10 days. You can see there, my house has collapsed, a total loss. I couldn't save anything from it. Pakistan is no stranger to floods, but people report these rains as different, describing it as the worst disaster they've experienced. Devastations taking different forms. Some people say they're desperate for food. Some need money to meet other needs. With mud homes sinking, waterborne diseases have hit children. In some cases, the effects worsened by lack of food. Pakistan officials blame climate change for the devastation, but a lack of local government planning has also been named as a contributing factor. Prime Minister Shabazz Sharif has said 15% of the country's populations affected by the floods. That's 33 million people. Russia has blocked a joint declaration by a United Nations conference on a nuclear disarmament. The Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, which is reviewed every five years by its 191 signatories, attempts to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons. Russia objected to a draft over grave concern regarding military activities around Ukraine's nuclear plants. Moscow and Kyiv traded fresh accusations on Saturday of shelling around the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which has been a focus of international concern that fighting in the area could trigger a disaster. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said that evil will not have the last word in the conflict in Ukraine. If Russia stops fighting, there will be no more war in Ukraine. But if Ukraine stops fighting, there will be no more Ukraine. So standing up for peace today means standing with the people of Ukraine. Ukrainians are fighting for their democracy, for their self-determination, for the respect of the human dignity. Ukrainians are fighting for their survival. 
but also for our European values. And I'm confident, just like you said, Brother Alois, that, and I quote you, in Ukraine, evil will not have the last word. Meanwhile, the Times of London reports that some Russian people are becoming dissatisfied with Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine and the propaganda that Russia publishes. Six months into the war, there are concerns that citizens are being lied to by officials. Professor Mark Galliotti is the writer of the piece and the author of A Short History of Russia. He spoke to Times Radio. It is this sense of being lied to that, in fact, they're told their, their, their kid died in a training accident and then it becomes, becomes clear that actually he died on the battlefield and that kind of thing. That is what's so corrosive because propaganda works up to a point. But once people start to question specific things, the whole process begins to unravel. The Soviets learned this. It's amazing that, that Putin hasn't learned that particular lesson. In Ukraine, there's more hope that life will at some point in the near future be able to return to some semblance of normal. Denis Ganza, a 22-year-old man who is currently in Kyiv and a Ukrainian youth delegate to the UN, spoke to Times Radio. Today you can really see people going up in the streets, cheering, drinking beers in the pubs. There is still the car fear, of course. But right now, okay, you know, it's like the center for all of the people who want to get some kind of normality, who want to continue their business. And it's really important that Kyiv stays like this because, you know, to have some kind of life because you never know what will be tomorrow. Times of London Daily World Briefing. On the way, the UN calls for Libya ceasefire after deadly clashes and the latest on the MTV Video Music Awards. Times of London Daily World Briefing. And moving to the US, three Dutch commandos have been shot and wounded in the city of Indianapolis, the Dutch Defence Ministry said. The Special Operations soldiers were in the US for training and off-duty at the time. Indianapolis police say three men were found with gunshot wounds after the shooting, which happened at around 03.30 local time, and were taken to hospitals nearby. One of the men is in a critical condition, the other two are described as conscious. They're all members of the Commando Corps, which is one of the special operations units in the Netherlands Armed Forces. The men were in the state of Indiana for training, according to the Dutch Defence Ministry, which said local police were investigating the incident. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, which is handling the investigation, told Indianapolis news outlet Fox 59... An altercation appeared to have taken place earlier at a different location from the Hampton Inn in downtown Indianapolis where the shootings happened. No arrests have been made. The UN has called for a ceasefire in Libya following a day of deadly clashes between political groups in the capital, Tripoli. According to the health ministry in Tripoli, 12 people were killed with 87 injured, but they did not say how many were civilians or fighters. The Tripoli-based government of National Unity, the GNU, and a rival administration backed by the Eastern-based parliament traded accusations over the clashes, with fears growing among many Libyans of a wider conflict over Libya's political standoff. Sustained fighting in the city over the control of the government would likely plunge Libya back into a full-blown war after two years of comparative peace that brought an abortive political process aimed at holding national elections. A standoff for power pitted the GNU under Abdul Hamid al-Diba against a rival administration under Fatih Bashagha that is backed by the eastern-based parliament. 
Clashes erupted overnight as one of Tripoli's main groups assaulted a base held by another, witnesses there said, leading to hours of shooting and blasts. The fighting intensified with small arms and heavy machine gun fire in central areas. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. F1 Championship leader Max Verstappen will have a challenge on his hands to win the Belgian Grand Prix today. The Red Bull driver will start from 15th on the grid despite finishing fastest in qualifying. Verstappen, who won the last race in Hungary from 10th on the grid, starts one place ahead of title rival Charles Leclerc of Ferrari. Both drivers have been penalised for engine changes. Ferrari's Carlos Sainz, who qualified second to Verstappen, will start from pole. Verstappen leads Leclerc by 80 points in the championship, with only nine races to go. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. As the lineup comes together for the 2022 MTV Video Music Awards, US heavyweights including Billie Eilish, Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X face competition from across the pond from the likes of British giants Harry Styles, Adele and Ed Sheeran. Styles, Harlow and Doja Cat are the three frontrunners at this year's event, with eight nominations each, closely followed by Drake, Kendrick Lamar and Lil Nas with seven. 28-year-old Styles takes on fellow Brit Ed Sheeran for Artist of the Year in an American-dominated category, which includes Drake, Bad Bunny and Lizzo. Performances are expected from hip-hop all-stars Eminem and Snoop Dogg, Lizzo, J Balvin and Bad Bunny. The show will take place at the Prudential Centre in Newark, New Jersey, on Monday. And finally, since the series began in 1966, Star Trek has taught us to look up to the stars and think about the great beyond. Now the iconic opening words, space, the final frontier, became reality for the souls of those who entertained us all those years ago. An eternal memorial will be created as the ashes of Lieutenant Uhura and Scotty will be sent into deep space for one last mission. Actor Nichelle Nichols died last month aged 89 and will be joined on the ship by James Doohan, who passed away in 2005. A date for the launch has not yet been set, but it's thought to be later this year. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 28th of August. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.